Roofing.net. Matt Nay for the Cubs in Oakland today as they go for the sweep of the A's, the White Sox hosting the Phillies, and the Cardinals home for the Diamondbacks this afternoon. The 49ers are reportedly receiving calls about quarterback Trey Lance, with teams assuming that former Iowa State standout Brock Purdy will be their starting QB. Draymond Green has been suspended one game for stomping on the Kings' DeMontis Sabonis, who's listed as questionable for tomorrow night's playoff game at Golden State. I'm Doug Thompson. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio, with amazing slow-smoked wings and world-famous baby back ribs, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Welcome back. It's hour number two. It's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Tom Petty a little bit better than Ludacris? Yeah, I like that than Ludacris. Yep, like it. All right. Uh, Prefer running down a dream, but this isn't bad. And yeah, the Petty uh, library's good. Um, Cappy, bottom of the hour. Trent's plays of the day. Circus Sports sponsors those. Uh, They are coming up at about 10 minutes before one. Frank Schwab covers the NFL and sports wagering uh, at Yahoo Sports. And Frank joins us. We're grateful for the time. Frank, Trent, and Ken, thank you uh, in advance. How are you, Frank Schwab? Hey, what's going on? Uh, Just your thoughts. Um, Points bet, who is, um, you know, it's not that they're doing poorly. Um, It seems they are perhaps selling all of their um, business in the United States, getting, waving the flag and getting out of the sports betting business, at least in this country. They're huge in Australia. Uh, But I was surprised to read that. How about you? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this kind of goes. I know. Maxim Bet is another that that ceased operations uh, within past year, and it's it's kind of like so it, it, we're figuring out. You know, there's a lot of competition. I mean, yep. in Colorado, uh, and where I'm at, uh, I think we're up to 25 Jeez. licensed uh, operators. And well, yeah, there's a lot of money coming through all this. If you're not one of the the leaders in the market, it's it's hard. It's, mm-hmm. Even though we all think of, you know, <laughs> casinos and sports books or whatnot, just making money hand over fist, and they do, there's a lot of marketing that goes along with it. There's a lot of legal fees that goes along with this, a lot of people you have to hire to keep these things going. So, yeah, very interesting. I mean, we, we all kind of just assume that this is just a, you just put your name in the ring and you make money, and that's it. Uh, but we're seeing it's it's more than that, and it's going to be interesting. I mean, again, there's a lot of competition. It's not just one or two or three places that are that are offering online sports books, and it'll be interesting to see who survives and who doesn't as we get going here. Yeah, that consolidation and some of the big ones. And, uh, Frank, I'm sure you see this a lot, too. It's something that we bring up from time to time is the limiting that's going on. And we're not talking about you know, the people that are putting five figures on games. The nickel and dimers out of there among us, they're limiting those people in some of the big properties. It's just such a bad look for the operators. Why does this continue? And why isn't there maybe more pushback at either a statewide level or even a national level of this limiting betters? Hey, you win. Sorry, we're going to go away if you're one of these big shops. Yeah, and I mean, that is kind of one of the gross parts of the sports books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, I mean, they offer, especially, you know, I mean, in my experiences out here, and obviously it's legal here, you know, they offer and promote these uh, boosted odds or or promos or, you know, we'll give you a free however much dollar bet to bet on a golf major and, you know, and then you win. And they're like, okay, well, now you can't bet those anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the players win sometimes, too, and 
I think for most players, it, it just it, it engenders a lot of bad will. Of you just yeah, you know, I mean, we're not allowed to win. We're not allowed to play these promos that you're out there texting me about. I get alerts. You know, I mean, <laughs> hey, bet the bet on this. We have boosted odds on the Nuggets to win the championship or whatever it is. And then you know, if you do that or you win, they back you off. It's and and again, I. This has been going on for a long time uh, with big money guys, you know, like you've talked about. I mean, there's a reason that there are limits in Vegas, and only certain people can go above those limits. The people who usually can go above those limits are people who are not known winners. And <laughs> so this has been going on a while, but we like to think of it in the, you know, the guys who are betting five, six figures and who are sharp and who are constantly beating the books and they just won't take their action because they're worried about them. Yeah, this is like the. $50 better, $100 better, whatever it is, even less, where they're just saying, no, we won't accept your action anymore, which, you know, it's, it's, I think it's a horrible look for sports books, especially when we're not talking about tens of thousands of dollars. Indeed. Let's uh, get to the NFL. I want to start with uh, what's going on in San Francisco, potentially. Your colleague, uh, Jory Epstein, uh, was the first that I saw to report it. I'm going to uh, give her credit. Uh, the Brock Purdy news where he's not really sure if he's going to be able to play in 2023, which is news certainly here in the state of Iowa and I think throughout the league uh, because we just assumed that you know, he might not be ready for the beginning of August. He might not be ready for the first week or two, but certainly very uh, early in September, he's going to be out there again and just assume he'd take over uh, his spot. Um, but now Trey Lance is being uh, shopped, or or maybe it's just a rumor. But then Florio reports that the Vikings and and uh, Trey Lance's uh, and the Niners spoke about Trey Lance at the combine. Uh, your thoughts, first of all, on Brock Purdy and the fact that he's kind of um, you know downplaying his availability for 2023. I was shocked by that. Yeah, I was too, because I, when you deal with athletes, when you talk to enough athletes, you realize that they're always optimistic about their injury timeline. I mean, and it's just kind of the way they're wired of, oh, doctor says four to six weeks, I'm going to be back in three. Like, I can beat this. And to hear a guy say, I don't really know if I'm going to be able to play this year, that was striking to me <laughs> because you never hear an athlete kind of go the other way. <laughs> so I don't, that doesn't mean that Brock Purdy's not going to play this year or anything like that. I think it just puts into perspective that it's no sure thing uh, that he's going to be back anytime soon this year, or maybe a whole season, who knows? And now all of a sudden, you know, I mean, the San Francisco 49ers, uh, you know, talking about betting, they have the highest win total in the NFC this year, 11 and a half. And we don't know who their quarterback is going to be. <laughs> it's, I've never seen anything like this, where we just have such faith in that roster around the quarterback that we just don't even question that they're Super Bowl contenders, even though we, we have no idea if it, is it going to be Brock Purdy by week one, or is he not going to play it all this season, and it's Trey Lance, or is Trey Lance going to get traded, and then Sam Darnold. But, I mean, the fact that if – I just wrote this earlier this morning. If, if Purdy was healthy – I think a Lance trade would have already happened because the 49ers seem to be totally out on Trey Lance. Like, we can think that's good, smart, bad, what dumb, whatever, I don't know, but they're out on him right now. Mm-hmm. Could that change if he comes in, has a great training camp, starts the beginning of the season, play? Yeah, of course it can. But right now, as we sit here, I don't think that the 49ers want Trey Lance anymore. And I think he'd be gone if, Trey, if Brock Purdy was healthy, but now all of a sudden, if you're the 49ers, you're looking at it saying, we have a Super Bowl contender here. We could get something back for Trey Lance right now. It's not going to be what you spent on him for sure. 
but you can get something back of value. But how could you trade a guy when you have no idea if your preferred starting quarterback is going to play this year? I They're in a really tough spot, and I, I honestly feel bad for Trey Lance because he really has not caught any breaks. I mean, he had a great 2019 season exactly. in North Dakota State. Yep. Then, then COVID happens, and yep. he barely plays his last year there. Then he comes into the 49ers, and Jimmy Garoppolo just gets hot on a good team, and, and he stays the starter, basically. If Lance comes back the next year, his first game's in a monsoon at Chicago, and he doesn't play well, admittedly. And then in week two, is he breaks his ankle. I fully believe, as I sit here and talk to you, that if Trey Lance stays healthy last year, he's Brock Purdy plus. I mean, we're all talking about, oh, wow, Brock Purdy went 8-0. And this. I think Trey Lance is a far superior player to Brock Purdy. And no offense to people in, at Iowa State who like him and all that kind of stuff. But I, this is a hill I'm willing to die. And I tweeted that before, that I think Trey Lance would be viewed as a rising star in the NFL had he just stayed healthy last year and, and operated in that great offense. He didn't. And now he's stuck in this. You know, he doesn't know if he's going to be traded to a team that actually wants him or that team's going to have to just hold on to him because they don't really know what their options are quarterback right now. All right, you put all that together, and Trey Lance, wherever he ends up, we don't know about Brock Purdy. Sam Darnold, you're not having him be the starter of a team as talented (sighs) as the 49ers going into a year. Tom Brady making a return. Aaron Rodgers, he's not with the Jets yet. What else is out there and the likelihood of either of those two scenarios with Rodgers and Brady? Right, and and that was always the problem with Purdy's injury. When you start thinking about it, the, the 49ers can't invest heavily in a quarterback in March because Purdy could be back. And then in August, if all of a sudden Purdy's not ready, there's nobody left. Right. <laughs> there's, no, there's no options out there. I, the Brady possibility is interesting. I mean, he's from there, obviously. I, I truly, honestly believe Tom Brady is self-aware enough to know that if he came back again, <laughs> people would just not be happy with that. I mean, it, I don't know why, but you know, people weren't happy he really came back last time. I think it'd, it'd be this Favre type of situation where everybody just gets kind of sick of hearing him coming out of retirement and all that. So I really, truly don't think he's going to play again. I think he he realizes... He's a smart guy. He realizes he wasn't the same player last year. We all could see it. Mm-hmm. Is it going to get better at age 46? Maybe in that offense. I mean, it kind of seems like anybody can play in that offense and have some success. But I don't, I, I don't believe the Brady thing. I just don't. It's possible. I don't buy it. I think Rodgers and the Jets thing happens. I just think they're going to stare down it. Mm-hmm. And there's just it, it's too far down the road, and the Jets are going to end up with Rodgers. But, yeah, let's say, I mean, again, that's why I don't think the 49ers can trade Trey Lance, even if, unless they just get an offer they just can't pass up, you're right. Do you really want to go into training camp and all of a sudden Sam Darnold's the only functional quarterback on your roster of a Super Bowl hopeful team? I I just don't think that can happen. So it's honestly a really, really tough spot for the 49ers to be in just because the timetable is, is really not conducive to them making many big moves. Um, I want to ask you about what's going on in Houston, because I don't believe that they're not going to take a quarterback. I think they're putting that out there. Maybe they're trying to mess up uh, their division rival, uh, Indianapolis, and, and uh, you know go them into thinking that their guy's going to be there and that you don't have to trade up or what. I, I don't. Something is going on as good, I shouldn't say good, as adequate 
as Davis Mills was last year, I don't think you can feel comfortable going into the next couple of years with Davis Mills. You've got a chance to get a Stroud, who's probably going to be there because it seems like Carolina is zeroing in on Young. I think that they're going to take a quarterback. Uh, are the Texans trying to pull the wool over our eyes here, do you think? I think so, because I'm, I'm with you. Like, how do you pass up a C.J. Stroud or even an Anthony Richardson? Swing big. Why not? Yeah, like, right. You're Houston Texans. I mean, just, right. if you think that guy could be a superstar one day, and he certainly has, like, the, the physical talent for it, swing big. Go for it. Why not? Uh, and I think one thing nobody talks about is, and I don't know why NFL teams are not wired to do this, we do, you know, we've talked about, oh, maybe, you know, yeah, they could draft Will Anderson, the, the rush end out of Alabama. And then, you know, maybe next year they get Caleb Williams. But you can't do that if you draft a quarterback second overall. Why not? Why not? What, if you draft C.J. Stroud and you get the first pick next year and Caleb Williams is there and, and you just think he's Mahomes 2.0 and he's going to be MVP five times over in his career, whatever it is, you just think that Caleb Williams has the highest ceiling you've ever seen. We're talking about the most valuable position in all of sports. Yep. Quarterback is on a different tier than everybody else. That's why it's paid differently than everybody else. That's why we treat it differently than everybody else. Why not draft Caleb Williams and trade C.J. Stroud at that point? Why not? What's wrong with that? Like, why do we think that that's so impossible to think that, hey, you know what? This quarterback is so important that we're going to draft one now at the second pick. And if we get the first pick next year, we think there's some – Trevor Lawrence-level prospect that we just can't pass on? We'll draft him, too. Who cares? Well, the Cardinals kind of did, right, with Rosen, although he was 10th yes. yeah. overall. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. And and when it happened, it was so weird and crazy, but you start to think about it, and you're like, why not? Why are we stuck in this box with NFL thinking yeah. for 103 years of NFL football that you can't double up a quarterback? It's the most important position in sports. What's wrong with investing heavily into it so I don't know. I mean, that's, I know they're not going to do that because nobody does that in sports. But so I guess, I mean, if you're telling yourself that, hey, maybe all this stuff is real. And right now, again, going back to the betting stuff, Will Anderson's a favorite to go second overall. I mean, he's like mm-hmm. 50 now, and uh, bet MGM at least. And, you know, <laughs> I guess at that point you have your rush, you know, great pass rusher, elite pass rushing prospect, and that's awesome. But I also think that, there's no guarantee you're going to get Caleb Williams. Like, what if, you know, or, you know, Drake May, I guess, is a good prospect out of North Carolina, but we've mm-hmm. seen prospects struggle during seasons. They get picked apart. Matt Barkley was supposed to be a no-doubt yeah. number one pick, yes. right? I mean, and also, what if a team like the Arizona Cardinals goes 1-16 and and you don't get that first pick? You're not guaranteed to get the first pick just because you're bad. I don't know. Only one team's going to get the first pick. I don't know. I just think that you're sending a message to your fans where you're like, hey, we're surrendering this season too. You're going to have to come buy season tickets to watch a team that we think is going to win two or three games because we're hopefully going to get Caleb Williams next year. I don't know. I, I, I would draft a quarterback. I wouldn't even think twice about it. But I will say this. I'll add this. If you hate these quarterbacks, if you're just, wow, we don't like C.J. Stroud, we don't like Levis, we don't like Richardson, then don't marry into it. But trade down. <laughs> Go get extra picks. Don't just sit at two and take a, a rush in, no matter how good he might be. Frank, what's going on right now with Lamar Jackson? Mm. I don't know. I mean, I think that, you know, you can't really say collusion because collusion is a specific thing where the owners have talked about this, emailed about this. I mean, where it's actually happened that they have formulated a plan 
to keep Lamar Jackson from signing this huge deal. I don't think that's happened, but I do think there's a nod and wink agreement among NFL owners of let's not do the Deshaun Watson deal again. We don't want to go down this road with quarterbacks. And it's impossible for me to believe, and I'm not much of a conspiracy theorist. I really am not. I, I try to avoid that. But for, again, <laughs> Since 1920, okay, when the NFL first started playing, all we've been told is the quarterback's the most important position. You do whatever you can to get a good quarterback because you cannot compete in the NFL without a great quarterback. A 26-year-old former MVP is basically free right now. You can structure a contract where the Ravens really can't match it, especially like the Falcons earlier in the offseason. And you're having teams out there saying, nah, we're good with Sam Howell. Nah, Desmond Ritter's fine. Like, come on. Like, it just doesn't compute to me at all that this is actually what's happening, that the Washington commanders, who have not been relevant or good in 25 years, are going to look at Lamar Jackson and say, nah, we saw Sam Howell for one game. We're sold. Yeah. I just don't get it. I, I think the only, the only reasonable explanation is, and I'm not saying Lamar is a clean player right now. He's had injury issues. He's going to age quicker than any other quarterback we've seen other than maybe Cam Newton. There's worries, and he's asking for a lot of money, and it's complicated. But I just I can't believe that he's not going to get one offer. It just makes no sense to me. And, again, a team like the Commanders, a team like the Falcons, why not? What are you waiting for? Like, you've... You're really an irrelevant franchise, but I think these owners, the only explanation that makes sense to me is the owners didn't want to go down this, hey, Deshaun Watson's contract is the new norm, and we're going to have to fully guarantee $230 million plus to every other quarterback that comes along. Do I think there's an email thread about that? No, although NFL owners are so dumb, there might be. be. But I do think that that's what's going on. I I think that there's an unspoken, unwritten agreement right now among NFL owners of, you do not pay Lamar Jackson to Deshaun Watson guaranteed contract because we don't want that to become what we have to pay for our quarterback down the road. That's really interesting. Uh, in 30 seconds, what's going on with the commanders? Is, I, I thought that they were sold, uh, but apparently uh, maybe not. I mean, somebody's buying them. I, I'm confused, too, what's going on. I thought it was done, and then there's this $7 billion offer. The only thing I can tell you is that somebody's buying them, and Daniel Snyder's reign of terror is almost Thank over. God. For any Commanders fan, that should be a, just a cause for a... It's almost VJ Day over there, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, they should have a parade in the streets today. Daniel Snyder officially is out as the owner there. Uh, when am I going to have a parade in the street with the schedule? Is it May 11th? Is that what I saw? Schedule comes yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. It's usually... Right. They've, they've kind of pushed that into mid-May because, goodness knows, the NFL can't let a week go by without <laughs> dominating the headlines. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think, I think we're in, in, in early mid-May. Uh, thanks for uh, being so generous with your time, Frank, as always. We'll talk to you in a few weeks. Thank you, Frank Schwab. Yep, guys, appreciate it. Yep, good to talk to you. Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports, as we catch up on the NFL. How about Frank. that? We get back from Vegas, and it'll be schedule day. How about that? That's pretty good, huh? And those leaks that come out ahead of time. Uh-huh. You'll be following all those dumb Twitter accounts. None of them know anything. <laughs> right. And you'll still buy it hook, line, and sinker. Oh, I and, love the schedule when it comes out. <laughs> First thing, I who's playing on Thanksgiving? Then I want to see Christmas. That's going to be the highlight for the spring, isn't it? For you. Trip to v- Circa, followed up by uh, Well, I NFL love the Derby. Race. The Derby. That, that whole week, right? That's going to be a good time, yeah. It's going to be a fun time. Busy time. And you can go to Vegas yeah, with us. Yeah, I'd love to have you, folks. Uh, the details are at the Miller & Condon Twitter page. So let's run over them real quick, mm-hmm. Trent. So, the link is right there. You click on the link, 30% off your room. It's early in the week. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. 
I also saw that that extends to Friday. So if you want to stay oh, really? a little bit later, come later in the week, you can do that as well. So that is also available for you. 30% off your room. We'll have VIP experiences at the biggest sports book in the world at Circa. We'll have booths set up there. If multiple booths needed, we're going to make that happen as well. We're going to be at Stadium Swim on Monday. We'll be doing our show live from there that morning and then have the cabana for the rest of the day. We can have a lot of fun there. I'll be playing craps. I'll be betting on everything. Ken will be talking about the horses. We're going to have a great time and your opportunity to hang out with Mike Palm. He'll be here on Fridays. Derek Stevens is going to stop by. A lot of opportunities, a lot of fun things set up, and he can do it at a price that, frankly, you won't be able, you you couldn't yeah. do it this way you you, you, you couldn't get can. this price uh, we'd we'd love to have you uh, you're going to be guaranteed a, a view of stadium swim out your out your uh, hotel room window um, if you sign up with uh, with the link in the code is kxno.com once you get to the k uh, not .com just kxno uh, in the uh, checkout box once you uh, reserving your room 30% off is the biggie trent you said yesterday you could get the vegas and back for and back. for two for less than two hundred bucks, you go out on Allegiant, you come back on Frontier, which is incredibly inexpensive uh, to fly to Vegas at any time. But Cubs cards Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We wanted to uh, make that the focal point of the trip. But there'll be NBA playoffs, there'll be NHL. You'll be able to see it all at the world's biggest, largest, greatest sports book, and you'll be doing so in one of those private booths. Um, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have a blast. You really are. If you've never been to Vegas, if you've if you've always wanted to stay at Circa, you've heard us talk so much about it. Now's your chance to do so and do so uh, with a really reasonable ticket. Looking price at price. Southwest right now, if you want the two direct flights, you can still do it. Is for, there a direct flight home? Uh three seventy five. That's the one that stops off in St. Louis. You want to fly with me both ways? That's the flights that I'll be taking both Sunday and coming back Wednesday. No, I'm ta- I'm nonstop on Sunday. Ye- yes, on Sunday, coming right. back on Wednesday. Yes. Yeah, you have to the stop in St. Louis. Gotcha. But at that, the three seventy five. It's cheap. This close, and you're going to be saving a ton on your room. Yep. And I'm probably going to buy everybody out there a cocktail How about or two. That? You know, I, I I like to have fun when I'm in Vegas, and I like everybody to put the fun meter in the red zone, baby. We will do that every single time. All right, before we get to a break and bring aboard Cappy, it's time for another thousand dollar home run. Go to KXNO.com right now. You can enter this nationwide contest by inserting the keyword money at KXNO.com. Money at KXNO.com. Cappy next. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 about FullerDental.net. Last summer, my house was hit with hail. Between assessing damage on the roof and dealing with insurance, it can be a stressful situation. Luckily for me, it wasn't stressful because I called my friends with Wolf Roofing. We were able to get a new roof on our family home in one day. It looked sharp, everything was cleaned up, and now we have peace of mind with our new roof. Set up your next roofing project with Wolf Roofing at 515-225-8866. Or you can go online at Wolf Roofing Construction Group. Fuller Associates Family Dental offers a relaxed family-friendly atmosphere, anxiety and pain management, and the ability to give you the smile that you deserve. As a family-owned and operated small business, Dr. Fuller has been practicing dentistry for over 30 years. Fuller Associates Family Dentistry, located near the Grandview Golf Course, and now their brand-new location in Altoona at 509 8th Street Southeast. Fuller Family Dental, come see what the buzz is all The NFL Draft is coming up next Thursday in Kansas City. But before Goodell takes the stage, it's your turn. Join myself, Trent Condon, and Sean Roberts during The Drive on Thursday, April 20th, and you can make your pick for your team 
Live on the air, it's the KXNO Mock Draft presented by Graphite Construction Group. We'll be at the Chicken Coop in Ankeny, 1325 Southwest or Labor Road. Great wings, cold drinks, and a lot of NFL draft conversation. Thursday, April 20th from 4 to 6, powered by Graphite. Selvage Home Selling Team. If you own a house, you huge asset. And everyone's looking at it. With Wall Street investors buying up homes in Des Moines and renting them out like never before, you have to wonder, what do they see in your big asset that you don't? The truth is, if you sell your home instead of renting it, you can kiss your asset goodbye. Especially with today's higher interest rates, the best way to save your asset is to rent it out instead. Does renting make your asset look big? Yes, it does. Especially when you hire the professional landlords at Renner's Warehouse. DIYing your property management is a total pain in your asset. But with Renner's Warehouse, you never have to find tenants, collect rent, or handle pesky maintenance calls again. Don't lose your asset. And stop busting your asset trying to manage it yourself. Go to Renner'sWarehouse.com to book your free home rental price analysis today or call 515-528-4429. 515-528-4429. Renner's Warehouse. You can't buy happiness. Oz.com. Condon, welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. You know what the music means. It's time for our friend David Kaplan, Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors Cap. We thought maybe this time it was going to work. We're headed to Vegas. Mm-hmm. One of these times we're going to get together. All three of us are going to yes. be there. And you're leaving the country, Cap, instead of coming <laughs> to Vegas with us? Come on, man. When are you When are you going to Vegas? Uh, the 7th of May, and then we're coming back on the 10th. Yeah, no, I'll be, I leave on the 4th. And I go to Florida for my brother's 60th, have dinner with him, and then fly to Amsterdam, Brussels, Paris, and I'm seeing Springsteen in Paris. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow, nice for you. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I bet you excited. are. Good, good stuff. Um, so you'll miss the Derby. Uh, so that Saturday, I fly from Florida through Chicago, ironically. That's weird. To Amsterdam. <laughs> But I got to go home to change luggage, so I will see the Derby at O'Hare. Nice, good stuff. Uh, well, we got a couple of weeks before that. We'll zero in on your Derby pick. Prior to that, we're going to zero in a week from today on what you think the Bears are going to do. So I guess we'll start there. A week and a day from round number one, Cap. It seems like, I mean, there's there's so many areas they could go. Right, <laughs> I I got to I got to think left tackle if they get one. Skronsky, obviously, his name from Northwestern might make some sense. What are you hearing about the Bears? What they'll do is they trade back from one to nine. So I hear that their priority doesn't mean it'll happen. Is they want to trade out of nine, get more draft capital to move them, but not move down too far. Now, if Jalen Carter is on the board when the Bears pick at nine, do they roll the dice to take him? Boy, that's a risky move. Talent, he absolutely has the talent. But your first pick ever, your first first rounder, and you're rolling the dice on a guy who's got, you know, certainly some serious concerns about him. Mm So I think personally, I truly believe they want an offensive tackle that can start day one. I think that's Darnell Wright from Tennessee. 
they keep Braxton Jones at left, play Darnell Wright at the right tackle, or they take Paris Johnson. There are others. Tom Thayer yesterday on our station said he believes they have to get a defensive tackle. Makes sense. So roster construction-wise, they got a lot of work to do here. I mean, how much can be done to the draft to supplement what they've done? Kind of dipping their toe in free agency, obviously the big trade, and, and bringing in more, that's going to help out. But, I mean, how much how much can they close the gap with this draft in your mind? Uh, Not a lot. No, not a lot immediately, I should say. Mm-hmm. I think we could look back three years from now and go, wow, that was a really, really huge foundational draft for Ryan Pohl's regime. But I don't. I'm not one of those ones, and I know there are a lot on my radio station that feel like they can win eight, nine, ten ball games next year. I don't see any scenario where that happens because they really haven't addressed the offensive line in free agency. They signed the one kid who's going to play guard, Nate Davis. Okay, beyond that, what have they done on the defensive line? A couple rotation pieces who are on their third team or more in five years in the league, so they're not oh my goodness, impact guys. So who's rushing the passer? Who's stopping the run? I don't understand the people that a year ago, Yurko on my own station who played in the league, oh, they're winning 10 games. And I'm looking at him going, are you out of your mind? 10 wins. I had him at five trending lower. And, of course, we know they ended up with three. Now, they could have won a couple of those games, but they also could have lost the Texans game. So, you are what your record says you are. I don't think that they take a real significant step till 24, personally. And they beat the Niners in, in week number one, which was a <laughs> Yeah, in a, in a monsoon. In a monsoon. In an arc to rush the passer with. Indeed. Yeah, no question. Uh, let's, let's move over to baseball because I'm anxious to talk about these Cubs, Cap, because they're a fun team to watch. They dropped the first series of the season of the Brewers, and, and since then they haven't dropped the series, right? They, they beat the Rangers, who don't look now, but they lead the West of the American League. They beat the Mariners in a series. The Mariners are a team that a lot of people think are going to win right around 90 games. I uh, took two or three at Dodger Stadium. Yep, the umpire was really generous on Sunday afternoon with Boxberger on every one of the strike three calls, which <laughs> neither one of them was a strike, but save that for another day. It'll even itself out eventually. And, and yes, they're beating the A's as every team should, but they're beating the bad teams. Cap, this team's fun. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. I think there's a really good vibe. Now, Cubs Nation already has Matt Mervis in the Hall of Fame, and they want him here like <laughs> yeah. for the game in Oakland tonight or this afternoon. Uh, they don't want to tinker with the chemistry that they have developed in there right now. Is Eric Cosmer an all-star anymore? No. Is Trey Mancini? No. But those guys are playing a role in this team getting off to this type of start because they all play with a winning mentality which I think Dansby Swanson is a huge piece. Mm-hmm. Cody Bellinger is playing really, really good baseball on both sides, defensively and offensively. Comes up with a big hit last night to win the ball game in a 0-0 game. And, you know, a friend of mine calls me this morning after radio. He's like, how are you tied with the A's? Dude, the A's are going to win 50-some games. Yeah. They may not be good. They're, they're Even the bad teams, like today, Watch the game Kansas City-Texas today, because my brother and I were talking about this today. The line Kansas City favored over Texas. Brady Singer has an ERA north of eight. Martin Perez has an ERA under three. How is Kansas City favored? Well, 
because they're going to win 60 games and they're at home. So that would be an interesting one to follow. Yeah, I had that one circled. Didn't make a bet, but it definitely stunk. And when they stink, uh, stay away or go the other way. Hey, Cappy, uh, back to Monday night. And Hayden Wesneski, who got off to a slow yeah. start. Got that sweeper going. Uh, that thing was cutting across the plate again, as we saw last season. What What is he? You know, when he hits his apex, is it a number three, number four? Is there more than that? What do you think of him and, and what he can still become? So he started slow in that game. He really did. And it was one nothing right away, and he just didn't have command. You could tell he was frustrated with himself. And then... I watched him on the mound, and if you will, go back and watch it, where he's closing his eyes and getting like visualization and locked in mentally, and then he retired 14 consecutive hitters. Hmm. The sweeper was moving. The command was better, and he got locked in. And once he got locked in, he was really, really tough to hit. Now, look, I know that's not the greatest team in America, the Oakland A's. Those are professional hitters. I think Hayden is not ever going to be a number one. I don't. But is he a solid three? Absolutely he can be that. Hmm. Uh, Cap, speaking of locked in, Patrick Wisdom certainly is locked in. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of strikeouts, although I think they're probably down a little bit this year. But, boy, he's uh, he's uh, hitting for power. Uh, this was a guy that I thought, and we had this discussion when uh, in, in February and March during spring training, thought it would be him or Christopher Morell. Speaking of guys who are on a heater, my God, he's tearing it up down here. But Patrick Wisdom um, is off to a great start, Cap. Is that sustainable from him? Well, I don't know if it's sustainable at this level where he's leading the league in home runs. I didn't check last night's home run numbers, but he had eight going into last night and was tied for the major league lead. Is that – I mean, he's on pace to hit 69 home runs. That's not going to happen. It's just not. Now, can he hit 30 bombs? Absolutely he can. Can he hit 250? Yes. I don't think he's going to approach 100 RBIs and – 45, 50 home runs and hit 280. I don't think he's that guy. I don't think he's Nolan Arenado, but I do think he's improved. He talked about all off season how hard he worked on cutting down strikeouts, the hitting coach, and he talked a lot about approach when you find pitches in certain areas. If you don't handle them well, it doesn't matter if it's in the strike zone. Unless it's 0-2, take the pitch and move on and live to fight another day. And he's done that. And so when it is in his go zone, boy, that guy puts a hurt on a baseball. He sure does. Capo's was going to talk about the White Sox, but I looked at it, their schedule. For the month of April, they've got seven against Tampa and three against Toronto after Ooh. it ends against the Phillies. Ooh, this is an important part of their schedule, and they are not off to a great start. Uh, Cap, we're out of t- just, Go ahead. I know you're out of time. Something looks off with them. They do. Yeah, they do. I agree vibe. with you. The yeah. vibe looks off. Yeah, it does. Cap, thank you. Uh, appreciate it. We'll talk with you next week, if not before. Thank you, Capper. Look forward to it. Yep, see you, Cap. Good to talk to you. Centurion Stone of Iowa, centurionstoneofiowa.com. We'll tell you about them on the other side. 1245 Trends Play. The day coming up, Miller & Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Call first. Yeah, yeah. Trends Pick of the Day is brought to you by Circus Sports. Download the Circus Sports app today to play with Trent or against him. A little more Luda for you. Yeah, can't get enough Luda, Trent. <laughs> you can see him in person. Yeah, I so I've heard. Out. Let me know how that goes. Uh, uh, real quick, Willie McCarter, uh, part of that 69 Drake team, yeah. passed away. Huh. Natural causes. Uh, boy, he had to be in his 
mid-70s, all-time Drake great. That is number 15, retired, oh, 10 years ago or so. Um, Centurion Stone of Iowa do have to do this before we get to your play of the day. They sponsor Cappy. If you're in the market for manufactured natural stone to accent or update your exterior or an interior project, any kind, if it involves natural stone or stone veneer, you will be glad that you picked up the or went online to centurionstoneofiowa.com or jumped in the car and headed down to the showroom uh, to check out what they've got. 5525 Northeast 22nd Street in Des Moines, Centurion Stone of Iowa. Speaking of Drake, uh, we're going to talk... Uh, relays tomorrow at about 11.50. And Drake Basketball picked up a transfer. Ethan Roberts has committed to the Bulldogs. He was the Rookie of the Year in the Patriot League last year for Army. Averaged 12.5 points, 4.5 rebounds, and shot 41% from downtown. So point guard or two, one or two guard? Probably combo guard, yeah. yeah looks more in the range of a two guard, but uh, shooting, well, you always need shooting, yes, right? indeed. And it looks like that... Coach DeVries found something again as he retools that roster, and he's going to be in really good shape. Well, find us some winners. Well, we gave you good ones yesterday. We went 5-2. and two. That is making some money, including two. I mean, some more winners. All right. Uh, we already got one, if you were following along with me, looking very good. Tampa minus 1.5. They're up 7 nothing on the Reds. But can't play that one right now as it goes into the bottom of the fifth. Let's go with the Phillies. Minus 112 at the White Sox here. I'm going with Oakland. So this Miller kid... A lot of buzz coming from Vegas, making his first career start. Not a spot that I normally like. It just situationally, more than anything. The kid's name is Miller? Miller, I yes. now know one Oakland A. There you go. I don't know his first name, right? I'm, I'm driving to work. I thought, I don't know anybody on the Oakland A's. Yeah, Do you? It? Can you name one? Miller. Okay, yeah, he's our guy. We got the Miller guy. Right. Plus 140 for the A's this afternoon. Uh, we're also going to jump aboard with Atlanta. They're minus 115 so at good. the Padres. Morton on the bump. Got to take that against Martinez. Love the price there. Give me the Brewers also this afternoon, plus 118 at Seattle. Milwaukee also in the fold again. We're going to lay the six and a half with the Bucks in game two. We're going to play minus 146 with the Stars against the Minnesota Wild tonight. Even it up. How about this parlay? Stars, Oilers, together, mm-hmm. plus 145. Really? I really like that. And I'll play that. Finish it up. The T-Wolves are going to show some fight tonight. Oh, no, they're not. Maybe fingers crossed. (laughs) Grab the eight and a half with the Timberwolves. All the plays you can find. Search Trent Condon on the Action Sports Network. All righty. All righty. We will pay attention as we always do. Uh, Murph and Andy, five minutes away. The drive with Heather and Sean for three to six more opportunities to cash in in that keyword. We're Miller and Condon. You can hear Trent and I every single Monday through Friday from 11 to 1 on Des Moines Sports Station.